1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Billboard's Latin Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Griselda Flores. And before we go into our interview of the week with La Santa Cecilia, I want to talk about our amazing, amazing Billboard Latin Music Conference and awards that took place in Miami last week. During the conference, we had really cool panels with cover stars J Balvin and Nikki Jam. We also had one with Maluma, which I co-moderated along with Leila Cobo. And this amazing... And just really epic uh, discussion and conversation with Becky G and Orange is a New Black Actress, Jackie Cruz, and Carmen Perez, who was a co-organizer of the Women's March, a co-founder as well. Um, They had such a cool talk on activism and what it means for them to be part of a a new generation of activists. So if you didn't check those out, we actually live streamed a couple of them. But if you haven't checked them out, we have them all on our website, Billboard.com. And yeah, you can also check out our coverage from the awards show that took place on April 27th. And we have the winners list and just really cool highlights and uh, best red carpet moments videos uh, and interviews. We actually have one with Luis Fonsi. I was able to talk to him about his smash hit and chart-topping track, Despacito. So if you want to check out all of that content, you could go to billboard.com and yeah, enjoy it there's a whole bunch of videos, interviews really cool stuff um, yeah, so with that said I want to go into our interview with La Santa Cecilia they're an LA based group, Grammy winning group um, and they're about to release their new album, which is called Amar y Vivir which translates into Love and Live uh, it's a really cool album, it's, it was recorded live in Mexico City and it really is an homage to just beautiful songs, iconic songs, and they collaborated with different artists like Mola Ferte, uh, Eugenia León, who's an icon in Mexico, and just amazing, amazing album. It's a visual album. Uh, those are becoming really popular nowadays, but it's a visual album. They're releasing it May 12th, and we had uh, La Marisol, who's the lead singer, and Uh, Also, here in our office in LA, and they talked about the process of recording the album and just what it meant to them to do this homage to Mexico and their culture. So without further ado, here's my interview with La Santa Cecilia. Hey everybody, welcome to Billboard's Live Connection Podcast. Joining me today are two members from the Grammy-winning band La Santa Cecilia, lead vocalist Lamira Sol. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and percussionist Miguel Ramirez, Hello. a.k.a. Oso. Hi, how are you? Welcome to Latin Connection Podcast. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah, for sure. One of the albums or records that I'm just really excited for this year is your forth- forthcoming visual album, Amari Vivir. Um, You know, from oh, what nice. I've seen on the trailer, it's just a beautiful visual album. I'm already, you know, counting down the days. It comes out May 12th. Yeah,
2: May 12th, it's coming out. Yeah,
1: and I'm so excited for it, and uh-huh. I can't believe how excited you guys are. We as are well. too.
2: Oye, we're super excited for for Amare Vivir because it was an amazing experience um, for us to go to Mexico City and and to um, to record these songs completely live, to have these really beautiful collaborations with artists that we admire or that we had never met before. Yes, the. Y pues, estamos contentos, oye, felices yeah. también you know. It's, it's an album that we've been wanting to do since I think the beginning of La Santa Cecilia, oh, no? wow. or even before, like always.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a visual album, so there will be a visual component with it. But when did you guys know that you wanted that since the beginning?
2: The visual component, actually, I wasn't. I was a little um, hesitant, Oye, porque. Why is that? Because. Uh,
3: she was scared <laughs> yeah not cuz she she wanted the she was, she was like this is our, our one chance to make this album that we've always wanted to make and and you know I I don't want to like you know we thought cuz you know being in the street you're going to think like oh it's going to be all noisy you won't yeah. be able to hear the quality's not going to be as good you know
1: cuz it was recorded live it, at, on the street on, on the streams. street like it was, yeah. it was
3: recorded completely live so we were like really passionate about this project and like mighty so we've been thinking they, about it for a mm-hmm. long time so it was like we don't want it to sound like you're on the street, yeah. you know, yeah, but yeah. obviously our producer, Sebastian Cris, you know, is an amazing engineer. I wasn't going to let that happen, but we were still kind of apprehensive See, about it. You know?
2: Because it's, a, it's an album we've been wanting to do <coughs> since before La Santa Cecilia. I grew up singing these songs. I feel like I learned how to become a singer with these songs, no? And, mm-hmm. and so it meant a lot to me, no? Este, and I wanted to do a good job. And yeah. yo me lo imaginaba así como que, yeah, we should go into a studio. and But I think it was great that Sebastián suggest, suggested that we that we just go and take it live. You know, I guess he, he I remember he was like, if you guys are going to take it back, you guys want to take it back, why don't we just take it back to how you guys started too, you know, like playing on the streets and just oh, that's beautiful. live, you know, yeah. just how you guys how we started out in music, so mm-hmm. um, I think that's that's a, a beautiful part of the of the visual, no, part of the album because yeah, it is like us just getting somewhere and playing, no, with yeah. with just, así nomás, you know. Claro.
1: And the vis- I mean, the album uh, will come out May 12. But how can we watch this visual? Will it be like a documentary type, or is it just the video components of the songs?
2: Yeah, well, the songs are all you know. We, they were all um, recorded live, the visual and the audio. So what you see is like what you get. We did maybe like four or five takes of each song. Okay. And there is a little, there is a little documentary about like the process and why and what these songs mean to us. Yeah. Este, in the in the documentary, you know, oh, in the little cool. documentary. Okay. Yes, but yeah, it's mainly the the songs, man. The songs and 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 the locations and and you no, know, say the feeling of these places. No, it's not. This live, so yeah. there's kids r- walking by and dogs running over the cables, and, I mean, life, ¿no? That's super así. cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let's talk about those songs because those are some classics. I mean, yeah. eh, En El Ultimo Trago, eh, You Really got a Hold On Me. You also yeah. collaborate with Eugenia León, who's oh. a, a great Mexican artist. Sí. M- también de Chile. And some local artists as well, right? So how do you narrow... To these songs, to these particular
2: songs? I, it was hard to narrow down to these songs because there's so many, no? There's so yeah. many que tenemos en el repertorio. I mean, before before uh, La Santa Cecilia, we were playing and gigging with these songs, so we had a lot of songs, like hours and hours worth of songs that we love, no? Pero I feel like we made a list of what are the perfect, what's the perfect list of songs that you would have. In tu casa o en una bohemia you know like what would you play no if yeah. you because these are also the songs that we play when we get together and eat a bohemia or have a drink or something Um these are the songs a drink
0: sing. or more than a drink no a
2: few drinks este yeah these are the songs so we kind of I feel like in a way we selected it like that you know like how would it be how would you have a bohemia with la santa cecilia playing in your house yeah anything?
1: And these, are you guys are five, mem- four members or five members on the band? Did you guys each four. pick uh, a song? Like, you know, you chose three each, or how did that come about? I think there was some just songs that we were just like,
2: for sure, we have to do this yeah. one, and everyone was like, yes, dude, we have to do this one. Este, I know, old was like a, a song that we were like, for sure, because Pepe has this uh, plays this this very unique style of, of playing requinto, no, este. And there's this, this the the musical section, no instrumental part of this mm-hmm. of the song Odiam is very complicated and intricate and beautiful and and if you're a good requintista, you'll play this song, you know. That's okay. kind of like the thing, you know. Yeah. So that was for sure. I think one that we wanted to to show, no. Um, his artistry in the requinto, no, because he usually plays a lot of uh, accordion in the band, este, and and he's an amazing requinto player. He's played requinto longer than he's played accordion, you know. Yeah. And so I feel like in this album and in some of these songs, he, he was key, like he's the the star, no, también.
1: That's amazing. And how about uh, the collaborations? How did those come about with Eugenia and uh, Monaferte uh, Noel Shach- Sh- I never Sh- know how to Sh- pronounce Sh- his last name, Sh- Sh- Shahri. I know me too. <laughs>
3: We met uh, Eugenia León uh, doing this show, a tribute to Cesar Chavez. It was called "Viva Chavez" in uh, in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. And we we're like super huge fans of her, like so for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I think she's one of the the o- only Mexican uh, singers, male or female, who can sing just about any style yeah. and do it in an amazing way. So we're just huge fans of her, and I used to watch her show every week that was from Mexico when she was in the studio, and she'd interview people and then sing with them and stuff. And so, I mean, we're just, again, huge fans, but we, when we met her, and then Marisol and me were like, hey, dude, like we should ask her if she's down to like, because she was so nice, like yeah. she's like so a mom. Nice. like She's just like so I remember the loving. first time we
2: met her, all I could do, I was like, oh, nice to meet you, and like five seconds later I was just crying like I was, a, oh my I was God. totally fangirling on yeah. Leon, pero es que es una reina you know of es course. una reina that's a, the kind of singer you would only dream to be able to be one day no and, uh, y con yeah. with that kind of trayectoria um, como like a trajectory career, career you yeah. know este so oh yeah she's like the queen like I love her
3: but we asked her that day after we played oh, that yeah. day. and wow. she was like she was like, Yeah, that'd be cool. She's like, If I'm home, if I'm in Mexico, like like count me in and we were like, Oh man, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so we you know, when it was time we emailed her and she was like, Yeah, let's do it And then uh Noel we had met a few times, just like here and there randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's he's good friends with our producer as well, who's produced some of his albums. Okay. And then Mon Laferte, we just, like, kind of listened to her music when we were in Mexico, like, on tour. They'd play her a lot on the radio, and we're like, oh, she's cool, you know. It's, like, kind of like a similar thing to what we do and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, we asked her. She was also down. And then Rebel Cats as uh, a, a rockabilly band. We had this song that we did called Mexico Americano. Okay. And it was, like, this cool kind of way to mix, uh, like, North American culture, which is being done by Mexicans in Mexico, with Norteño music done by... Mexican-Americans in the United States. Yeah. So it's just really cool, kind of like bland and stuff. So, I mean, I think it just, it was really cool because each artist really complements each song and and like the theme of that song really well, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's great. We're super happy.
1: You know, and being Mexican-American and going to record to these places like uh, SoCalo, which is Mm -hmm. just humongous and just so iconic uh how was it like recording there in those places it was magical man i remember that our call time
2: was very early like seven in the morning Mm -hmm. and so you get to see kind of like this this very quiet you know huge monumental place that is el zocalo pero as it's kind of like despertando no waking up and um it was incredible that we, uh, we recorded uh ingrata no, with Mon Laferte there. And uh, we were standing on top of this rooftop overlooking El Zócalo y La Catedral. And it's just like um, like we you couldn't just believe we were there. Yeah. yeah, like that's <laughs> what we could do. We, like that, uh, We couldn't really explain, no? It's just like, man, let me just be here and soak it in.
0: to find out if it's right for you.
2: And And it was, most of those places, it was like that, no? Yeah. There wasn't, like, a plan. We didn't have, like, we didn't rehearse everything somewhere. It was, I mean, we rehearsed back here at home, but over there, we only had a couple of takes, you know? Yeah.
1: It's so, organic, and I think mm-hmm. you could totally see that uh, on the trailer, and which yeah. I'm excited for. I also love uh, this theme of unity and, you know, giving back to, or an ode to Mexican-American culture, to Latin-American culture, to these iconic singers and the classics. And I think the album is also very relevant in a time where we're talking about walls and oh, banning yeah. immigrants and refugees. Your album comes at a time where... These are the talks. You no, know? how does that feel and its relevance? I mean,
3: <laughs> I think for us, it's just um, it's an overall mission for for us as as musicians as people um, to to portray and carry our culture with a lot of pride and a lot of dignity. You know, and uh, as musicians, a lot of times you know you just you want to be like, well, I just want to do whatever I want. I want to play this. I want to play that. I want to think about so much political stuff. Yeah. You know but um you know if you're if you're if you're colombian in colombia or if you're brazilian in brazil or if you're chinese in china like you don't really have to explain who you are from a political lens but being that we're mexican american and that we're mexicans in the united states we have to do it twice so we have to explain to people who we are As Mexicans, we have to explain to people who we are as Americans, and we have to carry that in a way so people understand what we're talking about, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for us, going back to Mexico, going to a country where our parents left to give us an opportunity to be able to have a better life here in the United States, and then going back to Mexico to record this album, it's just showing people that, you know, the border in our hearts and in our minds doesn't exist, but we have to deal with it, you know? So we have to explain to the whole world sometimes who we are and why we are the way we are, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think that this album does that in a very, like, graceful, artistic, poetic, romantic way. Definitely. It's not, like, this crazy political thing. It's more so of this, like, love thing, you know?
2: Yeah. I think that's amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> also for
1: president! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People
3: can't say nice things anymore, you know, because no, people no, just go,
1: hey man, you know
3: what, you should run for president, it's you're not, very articulate. Dude, yeah. <laughs> no, no, que
2: bonito.
1: Yeah.
2: Pero si, that, I like, everything you said, that's, you know, but pero we weren't, it's not like we were thinking, this is the perfect time to do something like happened. this. It just happened, you know, we are just like, we really want to do this Bolero album, we feel that the next one should be these songs, you know, and, and. And one, I feel like music is magical, like that. And one thing takes you to another, and it happens at a certain time. And yes, he is. No, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, we
3: have this like crazy story from from the album because we were, it just everything just felt like it was meant to be, like okay. like to sound cheesy, but like destiny. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had recorded like Marisol said the song with Mon Laferte, uh, which is Ingrata by Cafeta Cuba, which we're huge fans of. You know, like huge, huge fans of those guys. And then on the last day of recording, we were at the Emmy house, which is the universal house for the label mm-hmm. in Mexico, recording because it's like this beautiful courtyard and stuff. And we were like, Alex and me were on a break. And then I was like outside having a cigarette. And then Meme from Café Tacuba comes up. And I was like, Alex, no Alex. way, there's like, Meme, bro. And he was like, oh, let's go talk to him, right? So we go up to him. Like, and then we're like, we're like, hey, Meme, you know, we're from La Santa de Silia, And he's like, oh, yo los conozco, muchachos. And we were like. What? Like Alex hit me with this. He's like, he's like, yo, easy like, he knows who we are, you know? Like yeah. we like, we've played with them before, but okay, you know, everyone's in their separate. Glad, claro. you know, no,
2: we're and
1: music fans, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, you know, so I we mean, were play geeked music, out, You're, you're fan too, you and know? you guys are playing with them at the yeah, Hollywood Bowl. So that's what that's happened. why it was that's so <laughs> crazy
3: because <laughs> I, was... I was like, I was like, I know he knows he knows Marisol from the Pepe Aguilar thing they did, and he was producing okay. that. Yeah, and then so I was like, oh, I wrote right away, I was like, man, man, Marisol's in the back. You want to go say hi to her? And so I take him back there, and then he's like...
2: <laughs> oh, that was so nice. Yeah. And a surprise. It was such a big and surprise. And so
3: Marisol tells him, like, hey, we just recorded your song, you know? Yeah. So I call the producer, like, text the producer real quick. I'm like, hey, Meme's here. We should show him the song that we did, you know? So we finished recording uh, I Really Got a Hold On You mm-hmm. by Smokey Robinson. Then we went downstairs, and he was there. He's like, he's here. We want to hear the song. So we showed him the song. <sighs> And we were just like geeked out. You yeah. Know, like super geeked out. But he was just, he's really quiet, like real stoic kind of dude. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, we're expecting him to be like, oh, it's <laughs> awesome, you know? But he was just like, oh, está bien, muchachos. No, <laughs> <muchachos." Sí, laughs>
2: No, and that same day was when we, like, we, like, they, you know, it was announced that we were going to play at the Hollywood Bowl. <sighs> with them. Oh, it was that same day. Yeah. 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 So it was a very, un, un día muy está
1: cubo, you know? Claro. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> super cool. Yeah, it was cool. And switching gears a little bit, you guys are also um, on Ingobernables' theme song, which is a new series yeah. on Netflix. How did that come about? Because you guys wrote the song as yeah. well. Yeah.
2: Um, the musical supervisor, Lynn Feinstein. <sighs> yeah. yeah she's, she's great. She's great. Yeah. she. Um, we're fans. And so she she hit us up, you know? she oh, wow. She was like, hey, you know, um, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they, you know, we'd like to you to try out writing something for the for the for this new show and and they sent us 3 episodes okay and uh and we were just like, whoa, dude. Yeah. Like, wow, you
3: know? what? A, what a! <laughs> we were on tour, yeah, like, and we're in this, this, like, dark room in the San Francisco <laughs> Symphony Hall. And we're, like, watching these three episodes. We're all into yeah. it and stuff. Yeah yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, We were, like, checking it out. Yeah, it was, like, backstage before a show. And we were, like, hooked, man. Yeah. The three episodes, we were just like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it's the first time that we've ever written something specifically for a show that was, like, mm-hmm. because, you know, they're, like, check it out. Whatever you get, get you know, get inspired. Um, and so we did, no? Yeah. And it, they liked it, and and we enjoyed playing it. And she, she, it's it's a par-
1: powerful character. You it know, is, very yeah. The whole series is just really powerful. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh,
3: we, we were at the premiere in Mexico, and then afterwards, we played after they showed the like the first episode. The pilot. we performed yeah okay. in, in in Mexico City, and then at the Ingo Bernabe, the premiere was like this huge thing. And then uh, we're talking to, I guess, one of her assistants, Kate, mm-hmm. and, sh- and then she's like, "Oh, she wanted me to tell you guys that she loves the song, and that the lyrics are like exactly how the she she sees the character and stuff." And so, as Jan and Alex and me, we just kind of looked at each other. We're like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> <laughs> But it's great. So I yeah. saw the whole thing I, when we came home. We were I was really sick from my stomach from Mexico. Okay. I got Matizmo's <laughs> revenge, and then so I just stayed. I stayed home for like two days, and I watched the whole thing, like all the episodes. I watched it in two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. I was like, I just watched the whole thing. And so every time our song would come on, I was like, because it, it plays like towards like the middle, like the credits, right? It does, yeah. And I would forget every time and the song would come on, like, whoa, crazy. Because it That's starts awesome. and then
1: like two minutes after the song comes Yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was it's cool. super yeah. cool. I, I love this song. Yeah, it's titled Me Veras. Sí, right? Me Veras. Sí. Cool, cool. And then, while well, you guys are performing at the Hollywood Bowl with Café yeah. Cuba, who we were just talking about. Um, the new album, Amari Vivir" is coming May 12. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. What else can we expect this year?
2: Well, we're uh we're going on a southwest tour uh come May, este May 9 we hit uh, we hit the road and we're going to Tucson, we're going to Santa Fe, New Mexico, Texas, we're going to be doing like Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, and then from there we're going to Mexico City. We're going to play at um, El Lunario, <gasps> which is a little okay. like uh, a little a little musical venue, no, right next to um, el Auditorio, Auditorio. Nacional, yeah. no. Este, and we're thrilled about that because we've opened shows of other artists there at El Lunario. no? I remember the first time we played there, we, we opened up for Totolamo Pocina, which is an amazing singer. So we finally get our own Lunario and we get to present uh, pues a, a, a la gente en México, no? um, claro. uh, Amar y Vivir. And, uh, and then, yeah, we're going to do the Hollywood Bowl. And, and I don't exciting. know what's going to happen in between, but I'm sure some really <laughs> well, cool we, stuff is going to happen. When we come
3: back from Mexico, we're going to do the bottle. Rock Festival oh yeah with Foo Fighters and Maroon 5 and and Tom Tom Petty Petty.
1: oh wow yeah Yeah.
2: that's super cool yeah that's gonna be fun yeah as a you
1: know as a fan too (laughs) yeah so yeah para terminar eh, what do you guys take away from this album the experience of this album and what do you guys hope that your audience takes away from it as well híjoles después.
2: I mean for me it's it's like it's the world this album you know it's like this is the connection of my past no but also i feel like my future no this is a connection to my parents to mexico este and i think it's 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 an album that you can fall in love with cry with emborracharte with hang out live i think more than ever right now we need to focus on 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 our families on our friends on staying strong on being there for each other no and and not being afraid of what comes of the future, or 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 of uh, or of anything, mm-hmm. no. Más que nada en estos momentos, no. Yo quiero amar y yo quiero vivir, and that's what I take. No, that that there's 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 so much every day. Every day is un nuevo día para so renacer, much, para yeah. vivir. Y este, and I still don't know exactly what. No, I know that the experience of recording is something that I never thought that we could that we could do that we could go to. Garibaldi or or sing with one of my musical heroes like Eugenia León I mean, yeah I, I hope that people que, que lo guarden en su corazón y que la mejor no sé ahorita o mañana pero en 20 años, en 50 años that maybe there's some kids that are like oh, I heard I heard El Requinto, I, I heard these songs that maybe were the tie like uh, like Linda Ronstan was the tie no? or mm-hmm. Selena or the the connector of that of that culture of that music, no? Yeah. That maybe they 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 discover their roots or they fall in love with their roots through 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 this album or no? Yeah. But okay. not in
3: 50 years, hopefully like in 5 days. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now just it's it's just honestly she's right like it was yeah. I think this is the coolest thing that I've ever been a part of as a musician, you know, and and uh, while it was happening it was like wow, I can't believe this is happening right now, you know. And the the we were just like so thrilled by the fact that we were able to do a live album and and the production was so amazing like there's all these cameras and and all these beautiful places and you just think like man like you you dream of something like that but you never think that it's possible mm-hmm. you know so for us i think like, i mean we always say this but it's definitely like a dream come true for us um and it's not like something that for me the the coolest part is it's not something that's like we didn't have this like grandiose comp- uh, like a uh, concept of how we wanted this thing to be or anything. It was just more, more so documenting the band the way it always is. And yeah. I think that that's cool because, you know, when we do La Santa de and we started La Santa de Sila, it was all about this fusion of like experimenting and doing all these things. And, and this just seems like we're allowing people to see us in our natural state. You know, like if you want to see what La Santa de Sila is like when they're just hanging out with each other, yeah. with, then this is the album, you know. And so I think it's just a really special moment in time for us. You know?
1: Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for yeah. being here with us today and making music that really, you know, just comes from the heart. And not a lot of people are doing that anymore, thank but you, you guys are. Thanks. Yeah.
2: Awesome. We can't wait to you guys hear
1: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Thank you so much. Gracias.
3: Thank you.